Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Growing in Grace. Hey, I'm Joel Brzezinski. Mike Kapler with me. It's the Breeze Man and the Cap getting set to get into some serious, thoughtful, provoking discussion. <laughs> First uh, time for everything. <laughs> yeah. This is, by the way, podcast number 398. Yeah. There's been a and whole they lot said of... it wouldn't last. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whoever they are, I don't know. It was probably you and me. <laughs> this thing won't last. <laughs> we honestly... Was the accuser. The accuser said that. We honestly... We, yeah, exactly. We were our own accusers. We had no clue this thing would go this long. But uh, yeah, just a couple more episodes and we'll be on number 400. Talking about, you know, the finished work of Jesus, something that our listeners would really probably benefit from and be interested in would be uh, Andrew Farley has a a live radio uh, satellite program that he does every Sunday afternoon, and I guess they're all put up on his website. I don't have it in mind, but if you search, if you Google Andrew Farley Live, you can find it. Well, I was listening to one of those past ones today, and he had a caller uh, just was real happy about um, what Christ has done for him, and he says, uh, I just love this quote, he says, He done did it all. <laughs> Jesus done did it all. And that's really what it is. Jesus did it all. I mean, everything that was ever necessary for our salvation, for eternal life, for righteousness, for peace with God, for anything that you can think of in regards to our relationship with God, Jesus Christ did it all. All we need to do is respond to it in faith, and we are a part of that kingdom. It's all good news uh, through nothing that we've ever done, but through uh, Jesus Christ who done did it all. <laughs> Probably a safe bet Andrew is from the South, I'm yeah. guessing. <laughs> yeah, he's, I think he's based in Texas. I I think he was originally, though, from um, South Bend, Indiana, but I'm not sure about that. But either yeah, way, but with the when caller... You move to, when you move to the South, though, Joel, you eventually start talking <laughs> like them. They get the accent and everything. And, exactly. Yeah. Either way, that caller definitely sounded Southern. <laughs> caller okay. done did it all. Well, anyway... Well, hey, let me just say something here, Joel, about the scripture, the Bible. Everybody get your serious face on. As, Gab's going to extrapolate a talk about yes. the Bible. The, yes. Class, the subject today, <laughs> as Isaac Airfreight would say, is Holly Bibble, uh, the, the Holy Bible. Let's make a statement because we like to do this. We like to try and knock people off their feet here spiritually just a little bit and get you thinking. But so I'm going to say this. Memorizing Bible scriptures is potentially a very dangerous thing to do. Ah! My jaw just yeah. dropped. I know, man. I know. Sometimes I scare myself when I say this stuff. <laughs> um, I don't even agree with myself sometimes. <laughs> that is a scary thought, though, for some people. I know. And because let's, go, let's move on. Because you and I knew a pastor years ago who said something similar to this. He said that the Bible can be one of the most dangerous books that you'll ever read if you don't understand the gospel. And as a child, Joel, after I came to the knowledge of Christ, I had these cards, and I guess the ones that are, I can see in my mind, they were pre-printed. I think I also wrote some out on index cards, too, but I had bought some probably at the Christian bookstore or something, and they just have a verse on them. 
And so I was memorizing verses right and left. And I thought, yeah, this is pretty cool. And that's not always a bad thing, by the way. Mm -hmm. So yet uh, we have a point to make during this podcast about all of this, though. You can take a verse. Don't read the verse before it or the chapter before it. And don't read the verse or the chapter after it. Just take a verse and pin it up on the wall and gather everybody around. Take a look at that verse. And then you decide if that verse in and of itself is really the truth. Because we Christian religious people, we always say that all of God's word is true, right? But what if you take it out of context? Then what happens? Because listen, I've, I've had people show up at my door before who don't claim Christ trying to sell me their religion. And they were quoting scripture, but I knew a lot of what they said wasn't true. So now maybe, maybe that makes a little more sense to you now when I had you in shock about two minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, because if you would have taken your statement out of context, <laughs> people are scratching your heads going, what's you talking no. about? But this now that you, you explained I, it. Yeah, this is how you and I get misunderstood. So. <laughs> I think it's true. But it, I think that context is key. Yeah, I mean, I know that that phrase might get overused, but it's true. It's just the truth. I just think of the epistles that Paul wrote. Back then, of course, there weren't computers, there weren't word processors. All of this stuff was written by hand, and Paul traveled, and I imagine he probably had lots of time to think. I don't know this for sure, but I imagine he had lots of time to think about what he might be going to write in his next epistle. You think about this whole thought process that Paul would have when he was starting to write things down, or if he would have other people write it for him. Quite often, he took not just sentences, not just paragraphs, but in what we know today now is chapters and entire epistles to make a point. A lot of times, it wasn't just one sentence that, that made a point. Now, sometimes, like you said, there are things, a sentence that really highlights the truth. But in so many cases in Paul's epistles, and I'm just talking about Paul's epistles, but you look at any of the books of the Bible, so many of it has a thought process that's being laid out bit by bit, layer by layer. And if you just take one little sentence out, or even sometimes one paragraph out, you're going to miss the point of what Paul was saying. So context does definitely play a key role in understanding the Bible. Well, it sure does. I mean, we were in Romans last week, and I, I just skimmed across Romans 3.10. There is none righteous, no, not one. Of course, Paul also quoting an Old Testament passage here, and quotes some more after that. There's none righteous, no, not one. Well, of course, it is true that none of us have attained to righteousness based on our own merit. But today, in Christ, under the new covenant, one of the key components to the gospel is that we have become the righteousness of God in him. We have become righteous. It isn't by works which we have done, but we are righteous. So if you were to take that statement, there is none righteous, no, not one, pin it up on a billboard for everyone to see, that wouldn't be very encouraging because it's not giving you the whole story. Yeah, it's and that's the key. You need to understand all of the surrounding things that are being said. Another example that I just thought of, you know, speaking of Paul here, one of my favorite verses. This is <laughs> this is one of my favorite verses and I even have it printed out so I can see it all the time down here in my office. But the thing is, I understand this verse in its context and that's why it means so much to me, but Paul says Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. I actually have this printed out in the NIV. Uh, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Well, to me, 
taking that verse just by itself, what I would hear that verse preached as is sin is what Christ has set us free from. That is sinful behavior, and that was the yoke of slavery that's being talked about. And I totally understand. We don't want to be, quote, slaves of sin and all that stuff. But what this verse is really talking about, if you look at what Paul wrote before it and what he wrote after it, is talking about the law. Christ has set us free from the bondage of the law. And so that's another verse that we really can't take just as it is. But we need to consider all the context surrounding it. Yeah, because one of my favorite verses we actually have on our gate outside when you go into the backyard, it says, Beware of dogs. <laughs> and Philippians 3 2, it's in there. You can look it up. Yeah. <laughs> and so, Beware of dogs. Uh, but, but yeah, there's a lot of them. And you can go back to the Old Testament too. And that's why it's so important to understand the Old Covenant, the Old Testament, even the writings of Moses. And I told Joel this a short while ago off the broadcast recording, I think there is so much more in the Old Testament and the law that reveals Christ that we just don't understand. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's one thing Jesus did, you know, after he rose from the dead, he sat his disciples down and he began to teach them the law uh, and how they revealed the scriptures, the old covenant scriptures, the writings of Moses and so forth, the law, the prophets, all that stuff. He began to show them how they revealed him. And that's why a couple of programs ago when Joel was uh, in the book of John, Jesus told the Pharisees, he said, look, Moses himself condemns you because he actually wrote about me. So there's some things in the Old Testament that, you know, I think we can apply in context properly to Christ because that's really what the Old Covenant was about. It was to direct us toward the cross, to Christ. But there are some writings, of course, in in the Psalms and so forth that people will try to apply to a new covenant Christianity, and it just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, it just doesn't, you know. Create in me a clean heart. David writing from the perspective of when he was under the law, do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Different things like that that sometimes just get yanked out and pasted. As we've said in the past, it becomes a hybrid covenant. It's not an old covenant and a new covenant mixed together. The old has been done away with. We are strictly under a new covenant now. And it's just so easy to, um, you know, misunderstand the scriptures. You go back to the Sermon on the Mount, Joel. If you're just going to take that one little verse, that passage where Jesus said, if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. Better to enter eternity with just one eye than to suffer with two eyes. So if you're just going to take those out of context, cut off your hand if it causes you to sin, hang that one up on the billboard. And that's going to cause a lot of misunderstandings. And I know some people might be thinking, well, you're just taking the obvious things. and uh, Not really. I think one of the reasons why there's so much confusion out there when it comes to understanding the gospel is because people have an old covenant mentality and they take scriptures out of context and try to mix up the two covenants. Yeah, exactly. And uh, just to, something you were saying back there, I'm just glad that you used the context. When you said Joel was in the book of John, the context, the book of John, rather than just saying that Joel was in the John, I'm just glad <laughs> that you added that. It was the book of John. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if you have a book in there or not. But uh. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. What, what you were just saying there, so much of what Jesus said, he was born, born of a woman, born under the law, to uh, set those free who were under the law. And so many many people, as we've talked about plenty of times on the podcast, so many things that Jesus said, you have to understand who he was talking to, what his point was, 
and so many different things that have to do with why Jesus was saying the things that he did, because there are so many things that just simply don't make sense to us unless we understand the context in which Jesus was saying things. And so I think it's really good that we did this podcast, kind of a different one for you and I, but really making the point again that it's good to not just grab verses, and, and if maybe you don't understand something that you read in the Bible, you know, read before what it says beforehand and read after and kind of get a gist of the context and maybe do some cross-referencing of other chapters and, and other books as well, and you might just find that uh, some understanding comes to you. Yeah, because remember, it, it's God's Word is truth. But it's not just the truth that makes people free, it's knowing the truth that will help make you free. Well, yeah, that's right, Cap. I mean, the truth is the truth, whether a person believes it or knows it or not. But they can't be set free by the truth unless they know the truth. And, you know, a lot of people are running from God, speaking of this, because they don't know the truth about God's unconditional love and grace. Whatever teachings they've had in the church, the religious and legalistic teachings, have caused them to want to hide from God, to not come to God, perhaps. Religion is chasing people away from God when really, if they knew the truth about God's grace and unconditional love, they'd be flocking to Him. We're going to talk about that next week, right here on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.